We're on a mission from God. And now, something completely different. This is Pastor Jolly John Lukomsky from St. Paul's Lutheran Church in New Athens, Illinois, and Trinity Lutheran Church in Darmstadt, Illinois. And right here next to me, I have Pastor Matt Youngblood Clark from Ascension Lutheran Church in picturesque South St. Louis. And together we are wrestling wrestling with with the the basics. Yeah. So, Matt, Matt, you know, I have a a calendar. And every day it has some uh, inspirational thoughts to kind of set your day and set the tone of your life even. Perhaps. Oh, a good way to start the day. And uh, so this is the one that came up just a week ago, and it just kind of struck me and one I wanted to share with all of our listeners. Uh, so here it is, Matt, something uh, something for us all to think about. Uh, I used to crastinate, and then I decided to turn pro. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little... It's got, yeah, very nice. I see that. Yeah, that's inspirational. <laughs> inspirational. That's right. I hope children are listening to. So all of those who procrastinate out there, come on, let's all be pro procrastinators. Procrastinators. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, so that's what you're living life by, John. I, that explains a lot. <laughs> seriously, seriously. I, have you tried procrastination yet? Have you tried being a pro at it? Because a lot of people just, they just, you they're know. Amateur they're amateurs. And you really need to be. Because uh, seriously, I've throughout my life, I've found that I've gotten out of so much work just by procrastinating. <laughs> and then you suddenly find out you really didn't need to do that after all. Have you not had that experience yet? <laughs> I don't. I have not gone pro. Okay, I am just a rookie. Well, just, just you try are the seasoned veteran. Just try it because you'll find all kinds of things that you thought you had to do. If you just put them off long enough, nope, don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the time has passed. That's Due date's over. For that. Yeah. I yeah. really hope my son's not listening to this episode <laughs> as he enters high school next year. Oh, yeah, it's not that's right. <laughs> high school, especially. Seriously, most of the stuff they want you to do, if you just put it off long enough. <laughs> you, okay. <laughs> Kids, do not listen to... You can't to, do this with taxes. No. The, the government will come back to you sooner or later. They'll want your taxes. But, <laughs> yeah, well, anyway, uh, just a thought. Lessons from a life well, <laughs> well lived. lived. <laughs> that way, I, I want to clear up something from last week. So you, yes. you talked about retirement, right? Yeah. yeah. So you're, you're retiring and... Uh, you uh, will be Pastor Emeritus. I'll procrastinate all, all every day but then. You, uh, <laughs> procrastinate all day, every yeah. day. But you're not retiring from radio, right? Well, we hope not. We're hoping that we can come up with something. Uh, we'll be traveling back and forth from here in Minnesota. And so uh, our our faithful, uh, uh, I don't know, what, what would you, what's Gary's title? Well, he's, he's the, the, he's the head, he's muck the head muck. guy. I don't yeah, know. The grand poobah. A grand poobah, that's what he is. I think that's his official so title. He, on his he assures door. me that we can have some kind of setup so that you could be here and I could be actually, as you're sweating here in St. Louis in 95-degree temperatures, I could be up in the cool 70 degrees of Minnesota and we could still do this show. Retirement <laughs> sounds rough. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I'm sure our listeners are, too. I hope it all works out because you are like a fixture here at KFUO, so... 
Well, thank you. We need thank a, you, Matt. I'm not yeah. sure what that means. I'm a, a fixture. fixture. <laughs> like a lampstand or <laughs> the, the trash can that says over there. That's a fixture. I've <laughs> okay. been here 90 some years and you've been here for, for the majority of those 90 years. <laughs> That's right. Um, all right. So now we need, oh, where is it? Where is it? Quick. Where is it? Got to find it. Oh, man. I should, you should be doing this. All right. There now go. there's no time for foolishness. All right. Thank you, Charlie Brown. <laughs> Thank you. So I, I, you know, it's funny. I, I've been doing the ministry for forty years, uh, and and so I have this text that I have preached on uh, John twenty one. The whole business about uh, Peter and him being restored. You know that story. Oh yeah, that? yeah. After the resurrection. After the resurrection. Yes. Uh, I, I'm. It's in. It's in the lectionary, isn't it? I'm oh, sure. Yeah. I, in fact, I think it's one of those lessons that comes up every year. Yeah, even I think in after the, the yeah, lectionary. one of those weeks of Easter, the season of Easter after the the celebration of Easter Sunday. And it's also it's also part of my adult instruction when when we do the uh, story of Jesus. It's one of the stories that we talk about in adult. So I've probably done this. I don't know, a hundred times maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so uh, 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 another good friend of mine, you're not my only friend, by the way. <laughs> other I do have other friends. <laughs> um, Brian Lazeman, who is actually a field worker at our church, before you became a full vicar at our I church. I know, but yeah. the one and only, I think. The one and only vicar. St. Paul's and Trinity. Um, but he was uh, celebrating his... How many years in the ministry have you been, by the way? Well, let's see here. Uh, just celebrate 11 years. 11, okay. This summer. So Brian has been there in the ministry 25 years. 25 years. So so this is just a hint. I, I, I'd probably be, you know, I might not be alive <laughs> when you have your 25th anniversary. But if you want to invite me, I'd love to come. So he asked me to preach. and this Save is the, the date. Save the date. There you go. Uh, so this is the text he wanted to use. And, and my first thought is, well, that's no big deal. I've preached on that. I'll just yeah. procrastinate. Yeah, <laughs> Exactly. No need to rush into this. Just whip something together yeah. when I get in the pulpit. But that morning as I'm driving up to Bath, <laughs> Illinois, I'll have time. But I, so I decided to, and I learned something new. And I can't believe that having studied this text for that many times, that there was something something significant, something great that I had totally overlooked, which is a reminder to everybody out there. You you never get the whole thing, do you, Matt? I mean, you've just been doing 11 years, but when you hit your 40th year, it'll be the same thing. Always something new. Always something more for the Lord to give you. And that's the joy and excitement of, of being uh, a student of the Word of God. It's wonderful, isn't it? It's the the work of the Holy Spirit. There's always more to be revealed. It's this lifetime of learning and and then something until we're in the Lord's presence and we'll know as we are known and, and, boy, to to have all things revealed and be in the presence of the Word made flesh. But... But this side of heaven, what a joy to yeah. to study the word. And boy, I like that thought too. So it's all leading up to heaven. Yeah. 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 No, we, we won't know everything here. We had the whole business about Job. No, we won't always understand why things happen the way they did. When we get them to heaven, oh wow, shoot, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Although in reflection it would have made sense back then. You know, now you got me thinking about something else, Matt. You know, because Job wants to know why, and God essentially says, "Here's the why. I'm God, <laughs> right?" Yeah. And maybe that's the best God can do. Maybe He can't really explain it to us because it just it would be beyond our comprehension. We couldn't figure it out. Uh, well, anyway, let God be God. Let, let me share with you the new stuff. This is something oh, I good, learned after, 40, after years. forty years. So old dogs can be taught new tricks. And I get to benefit from it after just 11 years. That's right. And our listeners, right. too. And so sometimes you'll come back and say, oh, well, he didn't even see this part of it. So, okay. So if you would you like to start reading there uh, at John uh, 21, verse 15. Okay. 
When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Let's just stop there for a second, man. So what's the problem here? What, what's going on? Fill us in. Give us the background. Why, why, why is Jesus in having a discussion with Peter? All right, so so we we rewind uh, a little ways here to uh, after Jesus' arrest, right? After right. that arrest in the Garden of Gethsemane, and Jesus is being put on trial, and there in the courtyard of the the high priest, um, people recognize Peter as, as being a follower yeah, of Jesus. Yeah. He's been hanging out his, with his Jesus. His accent gives him away. Yeah, That's what from, tickles me. He's yeah. from up north. He's from Galilee. Oh. Are you going to have a Accent from up north. After in Minnesota, for I probably a while. will. People won't recognize my voice because I have that northern accent. Minnesotan accent. I, I won't talk about washing my clothes anymore. <laughs> do you wash your clothes? Yeah, I do. I wash my yeah. clothes, and my my wife gives me a hard time all the time. <laughs> the intrusive R, as she told me, it's called the intrusive. There's actually there a, is a name for it. A name it's, for it's a cool. linguistic thing. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, the R just shows up where it for people be. who spell wash W A R S H. Like me. All right. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know where they, they say an arm washer, not in Galilee, but uh, Peter's from Galilee. His accent betrays him. He's recognized, and so uh, people start coming up to him. Hey, weren't you with Jesus? And he denies it. Uh, he denies it three times. Yep. In fact, Jesus, yep. Jesus said he would. Uh, and he even yeah, calls, that, That's the complication. Yeah. Jesus had said, yeah, before the cock crows, you will deny me three times, to which Peter said, what? No way. <laughs> not me, right. Lord. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about the rest of these. But I would go to prison. I, well, I'll even die for you. Yeah, isn't that something? And then as yeah. simple as a servant girl coming up to him and saying, "Weren't you with Jesus?" And <laughs> yeah, he it's just not some gives big burly soldier. Well, exactly. Yeah. It's not some armed guy. It's not yeah. under the threat of death. It's just outside there, a warm around a charcoal fire, warming yeah. himself. And someone comes up and he he denies it. He calls curses on himself. Even uh, I do not know him. Uh, he swears it. Um, so that that really is the and then well, then we have this little piece where Jesus is coming out and he he sees right, Peter right whoa and and Peter's just cut to the heart uh, after here's the the rooster crow there, there. there he is he's he yeah he's really struck with true honest repentance and sorrow over sin at that point well and, yeah so not only did he deny Jesus but then also he he had said that no Jesus I would never do this oh and then yeah he did it yeah 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 so I mean he's kind of got this double whammy here. And, and and so just maybe since you brought it up, we should point out two things. First of all, nobody else knows this. Uh, I mean, the disciples heard it, but they didn't witness Peter doing this. In fact, they'd all run away, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and, and I guess it could be argued that Jesus doesn't actually eyewitness it. He comes in after Peter has mm-hmm. done this denial. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so if you read next time, people, you're reading through the Gospel of John. You, you can see Peter trying to have a private conversation with Jesus, <laughs> right? Because he yeah. he feels bad, and when you feel bad, you want to get things taken care of. You want to say you're sorry, uh, but of course, he doesn't want to do it in front of the other disciples who he had dissed earlier. Better to do this privately, just me and Jesus. So he runs down to the tomb, right, when he hears Jesus is resurrected. Yep. What, what's the problem there, though? Jesus isn't there? Yeah, so he can't do that. Uh, uh, then we have the upper room, right? But the problem is everybody's Everyone's in the upper there, room. there, right? He reveals uh, himself. A second time Jesus appears again. Now we've got everybody plus Thomas. So, so this situation here is where he finally has a chance to have a private conversation. Jesus is on the shore. They're on a boat. He jumps off the boat to try to get to Jesus. <laughs> He's that eager. Yeah. Yeah. It still doesn't work out, though, because they're not that far from the shore, John tells us. So now Jesus, however, demands a conversation in front of everybody else. 
Okay. Uh, I know. Yeah. Uh, and, and what always tickled me about this is, did you see how he addresses Simon Peter, how he addresses him here, Matt? Simon, son of John. Yeah. So you'll notice, first of all, the nickname Peter is missing. Yeah. Uh, the that nickname one. that Jesus gave him. Uh, were you ever called by your full name when you were a younger? Oh, what, what's sure. What's your middle name? What's your, oh, yes. What's your middle name? Jonathan. So did you ever, were you ever called? Matthew Jonathan. Yeah, Matthew, Jonathan. You know it's trouble Clark. then, right? Yeah, yeah, John, <laughs> Paul, Lekomsky. So you got that. It's Simon, son of John, the full name here. So it is trouble. And and uh, so here's here's the one new thing I learned several years ago. Uh, the words for love here are not the same. Uh, um, you know, Matt, I would say probably most Bible passages, you can get the sense of them right out of the English. But there are a few scriptures that you really need to know the Greek to appreciate them fully. And I think this is one of them, uh, because uh, what, what's the word that's used here? You, you know the word that Jesus used, when do you love me? So so this time, yeah. in verse 15, it's it's agape, right? Yeah. That, that word for love. Yeah. In fact, it's the word for love, that you love somebody enough that you'd die for him, right? Yes. That's what Jesus says. No greater agape does a man have than this, than he would lay down his life for his friends. Yeah. John three sixteen, right? For God oh. so loved the world that he sent his son. Yeah. He loved the world, agape I, I, the world. Yeah. Uh, so this is actually a, a very pointed and and true because that's what you said, didn't you, Peter? You said you would you would die for me, and obviously you didn't do that. So do you really agape me? Uh, and and I think Peter's answer is not a bad answer uh, uh, because Peter says, "Yes, Lord, you know that I." But what's the word for love there, man? It's. It's a different one. Yeah. It's that word philos. Right. So right. it's a you know like Philadelphia, the the city of brotherly yeah, love. It's, yeah. It's a different kind of love, a brotherly love, a friendship. Right. That, I think that's the perfect word. Yeah. So yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, I'm your friend. So this is not a bad expression uh, because uh, um, he's acknowledging that yeah, well, I can't really say I agape you. Well, yeah, yeah we know that, but I, yeah, I I, I want to be your friend. You you know that. Um, now, here comes the new thing. This is the thing I did not ever notice before. I don't know why I never took the time to study this. What What is Jesus' answer to him? How does he answer to uh, Peter? Yeah, yeah he says, uh, feed my lambs. Yeah, uh, and feed, by the way, is actually, it, it's, it's, a, it's a participle there. Uh, it's not a verb. It actually means one who is a herdsman. Be one who is a herdsman. That's what Jesus is saying. And if you think about it, that's what a herdsman does, right? He he takes his sheep where they can be sure. fed. Uh, um, uh, lambs, Matt, here's the other thing I, I never knew before. That's a really strange term in that this is the only place in the Gospels that, that anyone has ever referred to as a lamb. Well, as a lamb. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, in fact, the only other place in the entirety of the Scripture that that term is used is in Revelation and I bet you know who the Lamb is in Revelation. Yeah, the Lamb of God, right? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, the Lamb that was slain and is yet still alive. The Lamb with, what, seven horns and seven eyes and seven spirits. And, and uh, so I don't know really how to take that. Why that word lambs is used there. Uh, uh, be a herdsman to my lambs. Do you have any thoughts about that, Matt? Why would he use this term that is used only for Jesus Christ in the book of Revelation? That's interesting. Okay. Well, I, I I don't know if I have a definitive answer because it's not talking about Jesus here. No, it's talking I mean, about it's us. It's talking about us. Yeah. And you know, I you have lambs then and jumping ahead a little, we'll use the word sheep. Yeah. Um well what's a lamb? I mean a lamb is a 
young sheep, right? Well, that's how you usually, I think it's usually mm-hmm. run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's talking about those that are the weakest and those that are the smallest. Yeah. And and indeed, maybe that's what he means, but, but that's certainly not how the term is used in the Scripture. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there is another instance where he says, I'm going to send you out like lambs amongst wolves. Mm-hmm. And there certainly mm-hmm. the image would be of weakness. But it's not the same word. He uses a different word uh, in that passage. So I don't know. We got smart listeners. If anybody has some idea why he would have used this this word that is usually only used for Jesus, the one who is is dead and yet is alive in the book of Revelation, why would that be used of you and me here in this text? Well, a mystery to be solved in some future sermon that I preach or you preach. Uh, But anyway, yeah, be a herdsman, be a herdsman, and maybe it's simply that, be a herdsman of even the little young ones that belong to me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So read on, man. Can I ask you another question? Yeah, please. And uh, so it's interesting, too. I I think this is the only time he says, do you love me more than these? Oh, yes. So what's the more with these deal? That's see that's that yeah because that's what he said didn't he he said yes see, that's Jesus what I'm thinking. the rest of these yeah I don't know about the rest of these but no I'm the guy that'll be with you and die with you so yeah that's that's the very pointed thing really Peter were you do you love me more than the, the rest of these like, Just you, like said you said you would yeah yeah, yeah. exactly but thank you thank you for I should have commented on that but yeah that's an important point boy that must have just cut. Peter to the heart, though. And, and well, see, you think it would, wouldn't you? But apparently it hasn't really cut him to the heart because his answer simply is, well, you know, you know I, I, I want to be your friend. Yeah, I want to be your friend. <laughs> be your okay. Um, All right. I'm glad you brought that up because actually the, the uh, Lutheran confessions distinguish between the uh, uh, activa contritio and the passiva contritio, which is probably why people don't read the Lutheran confessions. <laughs> what? What? But it's just the thought that there is kind of a sadness we have that we can bring out from ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. You catch your kids in trouble. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'll never do it again. But it's not really true contrition and repentance, is it? It's more like, I'm sorry you caught me, and I'll never do it again as long as you don't, if I can't get away with it. But then there's this passiva contritio that God gives us, that God puts on us. And that's really true, the language you said, you're cut to the heart. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. But So we don't have that yet from Peter. He's sad, but it's just this kind of sadness that he's bringing from himself. Well, go ahead, read, read the next uh, 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 question here. Sure. Uh, he said to him a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Same thing. Do you agape me? Yeah. And he said, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And I can see a little more confidence here. Well, yeah, Lord, come on. Yeah, you know, I, I want to be your friend. And now here's the second thing I did not know. What does Jesus say to him the second time? Tend my sheep. Now, here's the cool thing. Sheep, sheep. Yeah, that's the word for people that belong to God in the Bible used over and over again. The people he has now, the people that he'll have in the future, right? He says, I've got other flocks yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but the thing I never realized, you know what the word ten means in the Bible? In the text, in the Greek? It's to be a shepherd. If the first one was to be a herdsman, you're the guy that leads them to mm-hmm. the green pastures sure. and still waters. In this case, no, you're the shepherd of them. It's the word that's used for God in the Old Testament. God is a shepherd. shepherd. Uh, the Lord is my Shepherd, Shepherd, Psalm 23. Jesus is the shepherd, right? I am the good Good shepherd. shepherd. Now, here's the thing I'm thinking. Was that not the argument between the disciples? Who's the greatest? Who will be at the right and the left? And is not Jesus then saying in front of everybody, guess who this guy is? Who's going to be the greatest? Hmm. It's Peter. He gets to be the shepherd of all the sheep. And I'm thinking at this point, Peter's going, Wow. 
maybe Jesus doesn't know what I did. I'm all worried about this, but apparently <laughs> it's not a problem. It's not a big deal. He seems to be happy with me. In fact, hey, guys, James, John, look at this. <laughs> I'm going to be the shepherd of the whole flock of the sheep. And I think what's going on here, I think Jesus is setting him up. Yeah. Jesus is appealing to his pride, which has always been Peter's problem. Yeah, Peter, really? Yeah, you're going to be the shepherd of the sheep. Is that right? So what happens next, Matt? Okay, third time. Here we go. Verse 17, he said to him a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And Peter was grieved because he said to him a third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Let's stop just right there. So now we actually have uh, what, what we talked about, the activa contritio, the true contrition. Yeah, here it the is. The thing that's imposed upon you. Now he truly is sad. He's really He's grieved. grieved. Why, Matt? Why is he really grieved? Now Now he is truly repentant and sorry for his sins. Why? Well, same question, but now different word used yeah, for love, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not that agape word, no. but now it's that... Philos Philos, yeah. yeah. So do you even really love me as a friend, Peter? Honestly, do you, can, can you really say you even love me that much? Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, the other problem is, why three times, Matt? Oh, boy, because of that three times that, that he denied Christ, yeah. even knowing him, much less loving him. So here we got Peter, who is thinking, oh, man, I am the great guy. And Jesus says, really, Peter, really? And then we have the third time that he gives him his assignment, his vocation. Again, I had not studied this before. This is new to me. So what's the Mm -hmm. third assignment? Mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. And so we're back to the herdsman word again. Uh, and, and and people wrestle that, but but to me it makes perfect sense. So you want to be the shepherd, Peter, do you? Really? Do you think you can do that? Could you really even of your own wisdom and strength even love me as a as just a buddy, as a friend? As a friend. And and Peter says, you know everything. Yeah, you know the truth. I, I, I cannot yeah. do anything. But I really do. I really do want to be uh, in that relationship to you. And I think it's just so comforting that, that uh, Jesus doesn't condemn him. Uh, in fact, Jesus doesn't even say anything in front of all the rest of these disciples of the horrible thing that Peter has done. That's still a secret just between Jesus and Peter. Uh, and, and yet, what a beautiful word to say, yep, you're the herdsman. That's what I picked you for. And even though you've failed miserably, and now you know that. Now you've grieved over your sin. But nope, that's the vocation I've given you, and that's the vocation I continue to bless you with. Um, so any questions or comments about that matter? Thank you for letting me share some new stuff that I learned about Peter and Jesus. And well, I think it's beautiful. And I think that's what he does for us too. Yeah. Right. Um, us as, as we have the privilege of serving as pastors, I think yeah. he's sort of moving now, Peter from, he's not just a fisherman or even a fisher of men, but now he's, he's a shepherd of the sheep, yeah. uh, to, to the lambs, whatever that means. Right. But also to tend the sheep, to feed the sheep. And, you know, we have the privilege of doing that, too. But but, but God restores any of us, whatever we've done, whatever sin it is, even if it's denying Christ himself, right? Um, he restores. Jesus doesn't give up on Peter, and he doesn't give up on us either. He, he extends that word of forgiveness and restoration. So he's going to do what he needs to do to get us to understand that we are sinners. Okay? Yes. And we might be grieved like Peter was grieved. But then he's still going to also assure us that our sins are forgiven and that he has called us to be his own and he will use us for the purpose for which he has brought us into his church. That cannot change and our sin 
can alter that uh, path that he has provided for us. So, yeah. Well, God's blessings to everybody listening to us here on Wrestling, Wrestling with, with the, the Basics. basics.